to Supercharge Your Business, the podcast that supports you to grow your business, take action and have more freedom. I'm your host, Nicole Louise Weiner, business coach, mentor and strategist, and I'll be sharing with you pitfalls, challenges and growth tips, as well as actionable insights and the truth behind business success. So make sure you listen all the way through. Learning to work with imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome became a bit of a buzz term in the online space, in the personal development world in recent years. However, this is something that's really important to acknowledge as a business owner, because if we're feeling like we're not good enough, if we're feeling like we're fearful of judgment, if we're feeling like we're not expert in something, if we're feeling like we're going to fail or we're going to get found out for being a fraud, this can hold us back from taking action. And many, many of my clients come to me with these feelings, these thoughts, these things that they're not even maybe aware of at the time that are really holding them back from achieving that growth from that income from raising their prices from saying no to really shitty clients like all of this stuff gets bound up in this kind of mesh that means that if we don't learn how to work with imposter syndrome and these feelings then it can really be limiting now one of the things i want to acknowledge before we go into the three things i'm going to share with you today around this is that imposter syndrome is really normal okay so feeling that fear of judgment of rejection of not being good enough of being found out is a survival mechanism so if we look at what happens with our brains and what we know from research and psychological studies in terms of of how our brains are wired we are here to survive right that's what all species do and in the days of when we were cavemen and when we were hunting gathering doing all of those things if we were ousted from the tribe we would have died because we wouldn't have been able to get food we wouldn't have been able to find shelter and stay safe from predators nowadays our brains haven't evolved as much to realize that things like somebody saying that they don't agree with you or you not feeling like you're good enough or expert enough to put yourself out there and therefore somebody your friends your family your ex-colleagues might say to you which they probably won't by the way but they might say to you who does she who does he think they who do they think they are doing this how do you know anything about this this is not what we know you for this is not who we know you to be this is not the identity we hold for you so why are you doing this and and this can really hold us back because we are fearful of being rejected from being ousted from the tribe however nowadays the likelihood of our survival being highly impacted and threatened through somebody not agreeing with us or or calling us out on something isn't the same as when it was when our brains from the from the start of our brains right so we need to really be aware of really a lot of the things that are showing up now are more around social cues and things that make us feel that fear of judgment and rejection so i just wanted to acknowledge that before we go into the three things today because it is is very normal. I still get imposter syndrome all of the time. I was sharing with one of my clients last week inside my mastermind that this happens for me around my cycle. I should recorded a podcast episode for you on this. Episode 16 was talking all about why time blocking might not be working for you around your hormones and the things that come up for us as women in particular around our monthly cycles. And one of the things for me that I notice around my cycle is that sometimes that means that the feeling of fear, judgment, wanting to hide and shrink is heightened, which is really normal. Again, this is the thing that they don't teach us in schools. God, I wish they would. I wish they had. I wish they, I hope they do. Like, and actually 
being really conscious of next time this happens for you because it will happen because it's very normal and it's very human. It's not about learning to completely eradicate it because it's there as an important cue sometimes to show us what we do and don't want to be doing. But it's learning to work with it that means that it's more powerful for you to take action, intention, action with intention going forward so that you're not held back, right? So the first thing that I'm going to share with you today around learning to work with imposter syndrome starts with self-awareness. Now, one of the things that's really supported me in the last five and a half years of running my business is to spend time on being mindful. Now, mindfulness doesn't have to mean meditation, but it can mean things that where you're just taking taking space to reflect and think about what's going on for you. So recognizing by taking this space, being able to recognize when imposter syndrome is creeping in, which it will and it's okay if it does. And then mindful of those negative thoughts and self-doubt that can often come with that, that are not helpful. So once you're aware of those feelings and those thoughts, you can start to challenge them yourself and reframe them. And of course, if you're working with a coach or a therapist or a mentor, or you have friends that you can talk to or your partner, you can really like, you know, label these and be like, this is what's going on for me right now. And this might be why. What can be really helpful and what helps me, especially if I'm feeling that overwhelm, which tends to also link to when I'm feeling an imposter, is journaling. So taking some space and time away with a pen and paper in a quiet space. Maybe that would be if you've been for a walk for you, maybe you'd go and sit on a field or in a park with a book and just journal, keep documents of your thoughts and your feelings and and which can really help you to identify these patterns for yourself as well. So learning to work with imposter syndrome, the first thing there is around self-awareness and mindfulness, however that shows up for you. The second thing is about your goals. Okay. So a lot of the time, what can happen is if we're not setting the proper goals, we feel like we're constantly failing because because the goals that we're setting are way outside of our reach. Now I am all here for stretch targets and pushing yourself and having the better goals and the best goals as well as the good goals. But we need to be really conscious of the goals being appropriate for you. And in the first episode of this podcast, episode one, which is quite a while ago now, we were talking all about this in terms of setting realistic goals. So I would recommend that you go back and listen to that if you want some more on that too. The thing with not setting realistic goals and making sure that they're realistic is also this impacting your ability to celebrate your achievements. Because you, if you feel like whatever goal is out of your reach, you've never quite got there and it's way outside of what your capabilities are, of course, you're going to tell yourself that you're no good. You're going to tell yourself that you're failing. You're going to tell yourself that you can't do this. Who do you think you are? We do not need that internal rhetoric. Okay, that internal rhetoric, you spend all of your time with yourself, you spend 100% of your time with yourself. So this stops you from being able to celebrate when things have gone really well, no matter how small they are, it's so important to celebrate your achievements to help to build your self esteem, your confidence and to 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 start to work and learn how to work with that imposter syndrome. So by by acknowledging those accomplishments, you can counteract some of those feelings of inadequacy that imposter syndrome often brings with it. And again, if writing things down for you works, then put these in a file, put these in a document, put these in a notebook. And if people are saying nice things about you too, I love the idea of having like a smile file or a client wins folder or some nice things people have said, which when you're feeling these feelings, you can go back and be like, actually, I've done really well here. And I was speaking to one of my clients yesterday who joined a mastermind with me earlier in the year. And we had a check in about how things were going for her in terms of launching and selling. And at the time when she started and she joined the mastermind, she was still a full time employee in a very senior position. She has a young family, she was caring for elderly relatives. And we put together a program launch structure for her so that she could get out there when her business started, which she kind of knew was coming from other internal things that were happening in the organization 
organization she was in. So we put together this launch plan. And when I checked in with her yesterday, she was like, oh, I've sold out all the spots for my beta. And I was like, and then she carried on talking. And I was like, hold on a sec. Have you celebrated that? That's incredible. You sold out. You just said you sold out all of the spots that you have available for this offer. And she was like, oh, no, actually, I haven't taken time to celebrate. And this, again, is really normal, especially if you're a high performer, if you come from a culture that's very driven, maybe that's from an organization or, you know, your heritage where people are very driven. And it's really important to make sure that we're celebrating those achievements. So the first two things there is around self-awareness and mindfulness. The second thing is about setting realistic goals and celebrating those achievements. And the third thing is around seeking support. And of course, if you want to join one of the things that I run, Masterminds, my Business Evolution Society, my retreats, this is a great space for you to be able to reflect on this and get support from other like-minded people. Because often we can feel very validated when we can hear that other people are experiencing exactly the same things as us. Because when we're in our own heads, we're thinking, I'm the only one feeling like this. Everyone else is bossing it. Everyone else is smashing it. Everyone else has got their shit together. And I'm the only one that's finding this really hard. And in reality, a lot of people are in that space because that is the inevitability of being a human. So don't hesitate to reach out to your support network, as I was talking about in in the last episode about your community and your peers and your colleagues and your mentor and your coach, so that you can talk about these feelings of imposter syndrome with somebody that you can trust. And then they can provide you with valuable perspectives and encouragement that flip these beliefs that we have and these habits that we've created, these thought patterns in our heads and encourage you to to do this differently, to think about this in a different way. And mentorship and coaching is a great way to be able to gain confidence and learn from others who have faced these really similar challenges. And these things can really help you to work, learn to work with the imposter syndrome rather than trying to eradicate it, which is pretty unrealistic when we talk about goals, which is ha- can have a huge, huge impact on your business and your personal growth. Shameless plug, as I said earlier in here, I run retreats and masterminds and my next retreat is in November. We have a couple of spaces left to join us. It's the 7th to the 9th of November in the Cotswolds in the UK. There's a limited number of spaces because the spaces are intimate and small on purpose so that you get quality support from me. Workshops are included, masterminding, hot seating, mini brand photography, yoga is optional. And we also have a private chef that comes to cook us a delicious dinner. So I would love to have you there. If you would like to join and be around other like-minded business owners, so you can work on this confidence, get yourself out there, push yourself to be more visible and get more clients. Let's have a chat. I'll leave a link in the show notes to book a call with me. I'd love to speak to you. Thanks for listening to the Supercharge Your Business podcast. Before I go, show me some love for your new favorite podcast by leaving me a review and hitting subscribe. And to connect with me, search Nicole Louise online over on socials. Bye for now.